0: That was another part of it, as a full-time working mom, feeling like I don't have time to take care of me, and particularly around nutrition kinds of issues. The other thing I would say is, I love to eat. I love food. It's very soothing for me after a long day. For me, there is...
1: Hey there, this is uh, Dr. Pepper, and this is our show, Dr. Pepper Really, because that's what people would say when they first meet me in the office. And uh, we're going to be uh, delving into a very popular subject today. We're going to be talking about Ozempic. And we're fortunate to have Susie with us today, uh, who is uh, just beginning her Ozempic journey. And we uh, would like to have her come back periodically to give us a heads up on how she's doing and her experiences and all that stuff that people would like to know uh, ahead of time if they uh, anticipate that they might want to try this, which has really taken over the public uh, imagination. So good morning, Susie. How are you doing? Good morning, Dr. Pepper. Lovely to be here. So um, uh, one thing that uh, people would probably like to know is uh, you are um, a nurse. Maybe you could just explain a little bit about what it is you do. A nurse practitioner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I am a nurse practitioner, and the field that I specialize in has to do with working with folks with both intellectual disabilities and brain injury. I also run a clinic in conjunction with a psychiatrist um, to work with psychiatric issues with that population of folks
1: that we support. And you've been doing that for a long time, right? Very long time. A very long time since
0: probably the early 80s. So it's been a while.
1: Wow. So today, um, you know, you are a caretaker. And in this case, uh, we're looking at how you take care of yourself in terms of the weight loss issue. So um, I imagine you've uh, done a few things in in the past uh, in regards to trying to lose weight. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that.
0: I'd be glad to. And interesting that you say I'm a caretaker. Caretakers, as most people know, are notorious for being really good at caring for other people and not so good at caring for themselves. Um, And I think that that's really relevant when it comes to weight issues in terms of a long past of struggling with weight, things like, well, I had to stay late at work because I just couldn't leave the person I was caring for. So why not stop and pick up fast food on the way home? I don't have time to go home and stop and make a salad and you know eat the healthy vegetables and the lean protein and all that. Many of us know what we should be doing. It's hard to fit it in, and caretaking is just a part of it. Um, I'm also a mom, and that was another part of it. As a full-time working mom, feeling like I don't have time to take care of me, and particularly around nutrition kinds of issues. The other thing I would say is I love to eat. I love food. It's very soothing for me after a long day. For me, there is nothing better than once the kids were in bed, this goes way back, sitting down, putting on TV and having a piece of cake. That's what would be relaxing and make me feel good. Um, It is a journey. I'm very excited to be on this journey. In the past, I have tried things like um, food that you order by mail, because that felt like something that would be doable. A big thing would come in the mail, you put it all in the freezer, you just heat it up when you're done. That's it. Um, I, with that, I found that that was helpful as long as you did it. The food was okay, not delicious. You go out with a friend for coffee and really you still want to get a muffin with your coffee. But that was something that did work. If you tried it, it was trying to sustain it. I've tried some of the online things that, and I've also tried traditional things where you would go for a meeting and you count points and all of that. I have not had great luck Did with any ever of you succeed at any of those? For the short term. Were
1: you able to succeed? Thought, yeah.
0: Yes, for the short term. I could lose twenty pounds, but three months later they would be back. Because it was the maintaining it that I found very difficult.
1: And why would you stop doing it? Like if you were counting points? Like what what kind of things made it difficult and you know, you decided, well, I've had enough of this.
0: I think it's a combination of things. It would be, number one, making sure I had what I needed in the house. And that seems very simple. You just go to the grocery store, shop the perimeter, and do all that. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd be tempted in the cookie aisle. The other big part of it was I would do a lot of takeout food, being very busy. And that I know people have been very successful doing that with points. I was not. And the other thing is the psychological part of food being a reward and having a craving for carbohydrates. That's my go-to. So, for example, in that situation, that's why over time it didn't work. Plus, I got bored.
1: Yeah. It gets boring to eat the same old thing all, all, all the time. And you miss your old right. friends, right? Your coffee cake or what have Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And also, I guess, if if you reach... A goal, right? You you reached, you know, you lost twenty pounds. Maybe you felt, hey, you know, good enough. Is that part of it?
0: I would have to say not so much because I need to lose more than twenty pounds. So after I didn't do it, I would kind of be really chastising myself, saying, What's wrong with you? You tried this. Why are you undoing what you did? Why can't you keep going? Unfortunately, the more I would do that the more i would feel upset with myself and as you call it my you know my friend the coffee cake would make me feel better it's only for the 3 minutes it took to eat it but
1: it would make me feel better right, right. uh uh-huh. so um, when did you decide uh, on ozempic
0: over the years being overweight takes a toll um, what's happened yep. in recent years is i've been blessed with grandchildren and want to have the energy mm-hmm. to chase after them and play with them and do things with them. I do it, but I'd like to do mm-hmm. a lot more with a lot more energy. So after five minutes mm-hmm. of pushing on the swings or running around the pre play playground, I'm not the one sitting on a bench. Also, what's happened medically is that my... Um, Cholesterol started going up and I do take cholesterol medication. And the other thing that really precipitated this was blood sugar going up. Little by little, it wasn't precipitous. Mm -hmm. It was over a few years that my A1C, which as people know, measures your blood sugar over a period of about three months, was sort of creeping up. And over the last year, creeping up to the point of being on the very edge of being officially diabetic, and at as that was happening, Ozempic was coming into the limelight, and I was reading more about it, mm-hmm. seeing more
1: about it. So did social media have any influence on you, seeing what other people were putting out there about their experience?
0: Some of it, yes, and some of it, no. The commercials on TV make it sound like the minute you take Ozempic, a big party starts. And I know better that a big party wasn't going to start. When I read about a lot of celebrities using it strictly for weight loss, it actually had a negative connotation. I don't want to be sort of in that world where you're using potentially very serious medication um, strictly to, quote, look good, unquote. But yes, yeah. reading about people's success with it absolutely had a positive effect and made me think this could be a good thing. So, also, um, being a nurse, did I you started visit- reading about uh-huh. studies that were done that would also focus on the good parts and the potentially risky parts of taking Ozempic. So I looked at it clinically as well.
1: And so did you visit a, a doctor and explain this to them? How, how did you get your start?
0: I did. And I'm excited. I was seen by my PCP or NP over time. That's where I get my primary care. And the last time I saw the NP and we were talking, I brought up the ozempic with her. And to my surprise, she said, you know what? You might be a very good candidate. Um, Based on your weight, based on your lab results about diabetes, I'm going to refer you to an endocrinologist And I couldn't get an appointment for three months. But during that time, I continued sort of getting pumped up. And I saw the endocrinologist about three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago.
1: And how how did that go?
0: It went great. I was so excited. And she looked at all my labs, which were up to date. And she said she thought I would be a very good candidate as well. That I'm motivated, that from a medical point of view, she thought I was somebody between my being overweight, my motivation and my um, medical status that I could potentially really benefit from taking the ozempic. And she prescribed it right then and there. The other thing is, is that I know people have issues with insurance and I am of an age where I am on Medicare and that is paying for mm-hmm. the Ozempic. I copay, no but it made it it made it accessible to me as well.
1: And that's because I guess you were like a pre diabetic, right? I mean, yeah, I think that was diagnosis. probably one.
0: Yes, yes, and I think
1: because, I literally uh,
0: crossed over by that point into the qualifying.
1: Just you know, for general interest, uh, it's important to know that. You know, Ozempic, for example, is not approved yet just for weight loss, um, but can get uh, approval if you have pre-diabetes, let's say, or at risk of diabetes. I'm not sure what the uh, ongoing criteria are up to the minute, um, but, you know, this, again, is a medical treatment and and Mm -hmm. needs to be um, managed as if it were, you know... true serious medical uh, issue and requires a prescription by a qualified physician So, or healthcare provider. So um, have you gotten started yet?
0: I have. I went and picked it up. I saw the doctor and picked it up and gave myself my first injection a couple of days later. Um, and again, the injection You were telling, you were telling am, me
1: before that um, you didn't... Uh, know how to inject, though, right? So you you had to go to YouTube to refresh your memory about injection. Is that right?
0: I did. And as a nurse, of course, I've given injections many, many times in my current job. It doesn't come up. And I thought, you know what, it can't hurt to sort of refresh yourself. So I did. I went to social media. I looked it up. I found what looked like a very sort of reasonable... Um, YouTube site that showed me how to do it. I watched it first and then I did the injection and in actuality it's a piece of cake so to speak. Bad bad analogy but um,
1: the cake part but it was very easy. Uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, If you had no medical background Mm -hmm. um, how difficult do you think it will be for the average non-medical person to learn how to inject themselves properly?
0: I think that it's surprisingly easy. The needle is super skinny and super tiny, maybe an eighth of an inch long, maybe a sixteenth of an inch long, really thin. And you just put it onto your skin. I chose my abdomen to do it and you rotate around and it literally sort of slides in, you know, use a little alcohol beforehand. It's a pen so all you do is you dial up the dose that you have, you put it on your skin, right. you push a button, you hold it in for six seconds after that, and you're done. I do think do it would think be very the, accessible.
1: Uh, do you think that uh, the physician has an obligation to uh, show a new client who's going to use an injection what it's all about? I mean, uh, you know, as a physician, it seems to me that you know, that that's should be part of the the process though. Um, I'm just it throwing that in as an editorial.
0: A, no, I think that's a really good point, Dr. Pepper. And I didn't mention that while I was in the office, she did um show me how you do it and explained oh, you it did? all. Okay, that's great. She did. Yeah. That visit lasted a good half hour. Where she went over, maybe more, maybe 35 minutes, went over all my history, my medical history, and the other Great. medication I might that could interact. My current labs compared to my previous labs, my motivation, options for treatment, like as opposed to taking
1: well, an oral medicine. It like you had a very good experience. Yeah.
0: Very good. So, but I will tell you uh, that. When I, I did pretty much forget everything she said about the administration part. I needed to refresh myself.
1: Okay. Yeah right, uh huh. Very common. So, um, how are you feeling?
0: So far, I'm feeling great. I'm happy that I'm doing this. Okay. I'm oh. on for the first month. You take a dose that is considered kind of sub subtherapeutic. In other words, not enough to really have an effect, but it sort of gets your body used to it. So I did that for three weeks. My fourth one will be this week tomorrow actually, and then. I start with the higher dose, which, from what I understand, is when I might see more weight loss and all that. I will say that maybe it's psychological because I'm realizing how much of weight related issues have to do with that as well. I do notice that I'm eating less. I'm not eating that coffee cake in the morning or at night since I started all this. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I can give myself an injection, if I can commit to this, if I can commit to a serious medication that I'm putting in my body, I've got to be all in. So great. have I given up completely everything and just shopping the perimeter? No. Have I made little changes? Yes. I feel fine. And I'll be interested to see what happens when I go to the higher dose.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um so that's what um, I'm hoping for the next time we can speak to you, that you'll be on a higher dose, that, you know, you'll be well on your way, and then uh, you can share with us uh, your experiences, you know, the physical aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd like to keep track of you if you have time and you can come back and we can hit chat and uh, keep an eye on you.
0: From a distance. I'd love to do that. And I appreciate your input and your thoughts, and I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be
1: doing this. Okay, great. All right, Susie. So uh, take care, and uh, we'll be circling back with you in, I guess, a few weeks.
0: Sounds good. Good luck. Thank you. You too. Have a great day.
1: Bye. This is Dr. Gary Pepper. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Suzy Starts Ozempic. And if you liked our episode, please put a like on it and share it with your friends and family so the channel can grow. We appreciate that. We strive to provide unbiased, useful information on health topics that are up to the minute. And certainly this area of injectables used for weight loss is one of those. Remember, though, that this is not for the purposes of health care advice or treatment, and that can only be provided by your health care professional. In the uh, coming weeks, we hope to follow up with Susie on her health care journey to see how she's doing with her treatment and to learn the ups and downs that are almost inevitable in this kind of treatment. So, please keep your eyes open for further developments at Metabolism123. And we hope to uh, see you then. And as always, remember, keep it real.